Hi, I'm a regular guy, and I know what you're thinking. Man, you watch a lot of sports debate shows. So do I. Nah, I really don't. I was lying right there. I really don't. But damn, Shannon Sharp left Skip Bayless. We got to talk about that. Let's hit the music. Hi, I'm a regular guy, and I know what you're thinking. You're tired of listening to those same dance sports shows that's only going to have you bickering with the air. Yeah, I said it, bickering. But really, who wants to listen to the same old dopes and young fresh folks who's cloud chasing with all your hope just to get off a couple of jokes? Well, guess I'm just another one with a podcast. But this isn't any old podcast. In fact, this is not a regular sports pod. But with the regular guy. Yo, it's crazy. I ain't even gonna lie. It's crazy because, you know, a lot of stuff be jumping off, off like the sports debates. So when you see something like, oh, Shannon Sharp got a buyout, gonna leave undisputed, gonna leave Skip Bayless. And I mean, like, I feel like people can see that coming. You know, Skip, I don't know the, the nature of their relationship, but, uh, yeah, man, it was it was a couple times you could tell Skip, uh, I don't want to say crossed the line, but at least with Shannon, it was like, oh, yeah, you look like you uh, talk a little bit too much. Um, but I'm a regular guy, and uh, I know what you're thinking. And you're absolutely correct. This is not a regular sports pod uh, with a regular guy where we, uh, we don't talk about the normal stuff, man. Let's talk about the real stuff. <laughs> Let's talk about let's talk about the stuff that really like people don't really think about. You know, let's open our minds to other things. And I mean, a lot of the nature of everything, even this podcast, a lot of podcasts, a lot of shows is uh is these debate shows. So like somebody like Shannon Sharp leaving Skip Bayless undisputed. That's a that's a monumental shift, depending on where he goes. I mean, look, Shannon Sharp has become a bigger entity, which is insane because he's always been one of the more entertaining athletes or ex-athletes, and even on television, like it was really shocking that he never got a chance before undisputed to really solidify himself. Like he was on the NFL Network, I believe, CBS, you know, for a while. There's some stuff with ESPN, but like he, him, and like at FS1 would undisputed him and Skip kind of like took off, and this is off the back of Skip Bayless leaving ESPN, which was also huge because he left. Like him and Stephen A were, look man, that was like the mega powers, okay, like that, <laughs> that was like the mega powers. So like, this whole like nature of just like sports debate shows. It's insane how far it's it's really come because it's it shaped a lot of television in general, and it shaped social media like every day because a lot of the takes that you hear on TV, people are oh yeah now we're talking about that, and they weren't really talking about that before. So like there's always been sports talk, like sports talk has been around for I don't want to say, gen- but it feels like generations now. Like you always hear sports talk. You know, you always had like it was the papers and the radio, you know? And then 
over time, the radio, you know, you get the like the people like Don Imus or like the fan, you know, in New York, <clears throat> who become like really popular. And now what happens is like if everything, when something becomes popular, you know, you're gonna have people trying to copycat that. So now you're gonna and then you're gonna have people like not even just copycat copycat that, but like they're gonna venture off into, you know, into new personalities. They're gonna like look for like, okay, how do we who can we bring together? Can we bring two people together? Next thing you know, so you have like Mike and the Mad Dog, and it's like, oh, like the chemistry is there in terms of like entertainment, you know. They may not, not like each other, or they might grow to not like each other, like how I was with with them, especially Mike and the Mad Dog, but also like skipping Shannon. You know, some people just grow apart. Skipping Stephen A. You know, but the thing is, is like the nature of like the medium now. There's so many outlets to create another show, and it's just like it's insane how large it's become because like i remember growing up and like i said you know i'm from new york so you know you listen to the fan you know my dad used to play the fan every time in the morning you know because it's funny it's entertainment you know don imus you know when he wasn't saying like real crazy stupid stuff but like <laughs> you know it was it was really fun and entertaining so like as time go along, you see how the medium changes. So like even with radio, so like you had a, you know, Mike and Mike on ESPN. I thought that was a revolutionary thing that they did. Was like you had shows that, because they didn't like revolutionize it. I'm sure I'm forgetting somebody, but I'm just talking about like in the nature of sports that they had the radio show, and then they had the radio show simulcasted on ESPN, right? Or ESPN two, and that started to become popular. Where now it's like oh, not only are we going to listen to these guys, we're going to watch these guys on TV, right? Juxtapose that with, like, right after their radio show ends, you could either tune into, like, another radio show or you could turn into now this sports talk show that they start having, like, these little morning sports talk shows. And that's kind of how Skip Bayless got his start in terms of, like, entertainment, at least, or his start in terms of TV. So, like, with Skip, and I want to start with Skip especially because Skip changed the game. Like, he definitely changed the game. Him and Stephen A. I want to give Stephen A his props, too. Both are, like, renowned journalists. Like, they did the work. Say whatever you want about them or how you feel about them. They did the work. They put in the work. They took the jabs. They took the shots. They took, like, all of the hits that you think that they don't take. Oh, trust me. They took, like, Skip Bayless, like, Skip and Stephen A. They took a lot of L's. <clears throat> but they worked hard. And they got it. And it took a lot of W's. And that led to them being able to then showcase their sports, you know, knowledge, their connections, and their their personalities, more importantly, to the whole medium. So with Skip, it became... It was cold pizza. And I remember cold pizza. It was, and they had a little, like, little debate part with him and Woody Page, right? Woody Page, who also very, like, reputable journalist from Denver, you know, and 
a lot of people know him more so, like in terms of television wise, they know him from a sh- from around the horn, which we're gonna talk about later. Because, pardon the interruption, around the horn started a lot of things as well. But with um, with Skip and Cold Pizza, you know, it was just like, oh okay. Like they're just talking, they're, they're debating, they're talking, and and Skip pretty much like he was one of the like in Stephen A to a lot of guys, Shannon Sharp, like some guys and girls and people you can see like are perfect for like Joy. I love Joy Taylor, like she's perfect for it, like she gets it. A lot of people get it, a lot of people get it. And maybe that takes time, but like a lot of people get it, you know, like Mina Kimes, like she's so like, she just does it, you know, like random people when you see do it too, like Bomani, like, it's like, yo, it's like, it's, it's, it's fit for if you have knowledge and you have a good personality or a personality that could translate into like, you know, entertainment. And that's how people connect with you. It's almost like a, all right, we're going to put you in this chair. Let's see if the people like you. No matter what, it's not even going to be like we're actually debating stuff. We're just like, we're trying to entertain. Let's see how this works. And like that starts with Skip in terms of like Skip was just, it, it didn't matter. It was entertainment. You wanted to watch what he had to say about stuff. Like what, what is he saying about LeBron? And, and what goes into it is with like a lot of things is I don't want to call it luck. But think about it like with like Muhammad Ali and you know Howard Cosell, you know, like look, LeBron doesn't talk about Skip, but Skip has definitely made an incredible living talking about LeBron. And like that coincides with, you know, the leap that that Skip takes where it goes, no pun intended, but like where it goes from all right, we have this show called Pizza, and then we have this like little, you know, little debate part to now we're going to make the debate part the entire show because that's what people want to see. Game changer. Because now it's like, okay, we're going to have a rundown and you're going to know what we're going to talk about and you're going to be in tune with us talking about it. And we're going to have like, you know, because we're ESPN, we're going to have, you know, special guests, special host of that nature. And now you have a show where it's like it's barbershop talk, essentially. You're watching people talk barbershop. And it's like, ooh, so now we having a like is it's who's better, LeBron or Jordan. Now now that begins that that becomes a thing now because of Skip Bayless. Like I'm not saying that that wouldn't have become a thing without it, because there's always people even before this stuff, oh, the next Jordan or like whatever debate, whatever sport, it doesn't matter. Like, oh, it's, uh, it's messy, this or that. And can Sidney Crosby do this? And uh, uh, will the Yankees win another world? Like, will the, whatever, you know? You can do that with any sport. Oh, will there be another triple crown winner in, in horse racing? You know, you can do that with any sport depending on the nature. Like, even if it's a slow time, let's talk about Joey Chestnut and, and you know the the, <laughs> the hot dog eating contest, whatever you could debate anything, and then as it becomes larger and larger, now you get more sponsors, now you get more attention, now you get 
more like celebrities where you could it's beyond sports now now you could bring other personalities famous personalities like whatever kevin hart whatever the rock whomever you want you know and they are like whatever you know big time musicians like little wayne did the the theme song for undisputed you know and like this is like pete little wayne when these shows are going on you know in terms of like the mainstream so it's like these sports debate talk shows become big because they're they're doing what everyone and it it coincides with social media and especially like twitter because what twitter is is everybody just wants to say stuff they want to say their opinion that's what it's pretty much become like it's it's probably so i can't think of like how it started even though i've been on there forever but like over time it just became like i'm gonna say what i feel like and you're not gonna check me unless i want you to check me (laughs) and even if i did it's like you're still not gonna probably check me and that's how people feel people feel they can say it right whatever they want whether it's true or not some people are doing that on purpose some people are just trolling you know but i feel like a lot of that comes from watching the sports debate shows like you don't like that that wasn't a thing i won't say that wasn't a thing but that really wasn't a thing you wasn't just like haha like and then i give this credit to the sports debate shows like they like skip especially like so like let's say for basketball like no one i don't say nobody's talking about but like you you like you heard like okay charles barkley didn't get a ring you know uh, Patrick Ewan, you know, Carl Malone, those guys, you know, Stockton, you know, and like, uh, it was like, yeah, they didn't get a ring, but you know, Michael Jordan was the, the best of, you know, the generation, you know, Michael Jordan arguably the best player of all time, you know, and, and then it became, well, nobody could be it, but who could be better than Mike? He played in a different era. He played in the best era. She didn't, but I would. We start changing. We start forget about. We start changing and creating new narratives, and like changing and creating new narratives have always been a thing because that happened with Jordan. Jordan, he led the league in scoring for so many years, and it was like, oh, you can't, man, you can't, can't win a championship with the dude who leads in scoring because no, that hadn't happened before. It was that wasn't a thing. Like people like people get sh- like oh they still get shocked like why did Portland Portland should have just picked Michael Jordan because everyone knew Mike like everyone didn't know Michael Jordan was gonna be the guy it wasn't a guard or wing driven league at the time and they just drafted Clyde Drexler and also had another All Star shooting guard at this at the like at the same time so to have the foresight into even thinking like yo let me pick Michael Jordan at the number two pick no everyone wasn't going to do that. Like, it just wasn't going to happen because that just wasn't the nature. So, like, even Jordan had to go through, like, different narratives, you know? And the 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 large, the elite tier of sports athletes have to. And now that gets magnified. It gets blown up into a completely different level with all of the sports shows now being on TV, the sports 24-7. It wasn't sports 24-7. Like, even Jordan would... St- like has publicly said, like, yo, I would have struggled in the social media era because it's like somebody as competitive as him, like you're not just trying to see 
people who have no clue what they're talking about I was trying to say like, oh man, Mike, how'd you let Nick Anderson steal the ball from you in ninety in ninety five? And Mike is like, bro, I just play baseball. I have three rings. I don't have anything to prove to anybody, any AI. But now I gotta show out because you said some dumb like I can see how that irritates somebody. And that's what it's become. And like I don't want to put the blame on Skip. Skip is just being Skip. And that's what I the thing that I love about Skip is no matter what you say about him, he's genuine. He like he's not coming out of his he's not coming out of his face. Like he may want it a certain way and he may wanna have only like certain people around him or whatever and he only wants to debate against certain types of people. It's all at the end of the day, it's always all gonna be entertainment. And so for him, it's like, all right, let me let me let me say this. Cause like we just gotta talk about this. He just wants to he he him like like he genuinely wants to get the narrative and story straight. And uh, depending on just how he feels. The thing that I think that a lot of people don't realize, including Skip, is that the influence you then like you're really influencing a large culture of people, and that's what ends up happening. So now it's like, well, look, LeBron, he's four and six in championships. So that means he can't even be close to Jordan. How can he be the GOAT? Oh, it took him like so if we overanalyze everything like somebody does, I'm like, oh, Jordan, that never happened to Jordan. It did. Oh, that never happened to Kobe. It did. Like, it's funny how, like, we have revisionist history about stuff. Yes, Jordan didn't lose in the finals. Congratulations. That's amazing. He's he's arguably the greatest player ever. But to act like no one's close or, or him because he had six rings or whatever, like, that's the reason why he's the best? Like, miss me with that. Like, people would tell you Kareem is the GOAT. Like, I feel like Kareem's the GOAT. If somebody wants to say LeBron is the GOAT, I don't care. Because at the end of the day, none of it matters. Like, I'm not getting paid to to stand on why Kareem, MJ, or LeBron is the GOAT. But for me, it's just funny to just watch the human psychology of it all in terms of, yeah, man, like LeBron, he's four and six. He's the, the, I remember before he had a ring, he was the ringless king. And it's like, all right, we, now like we, we're influencing the culture more than we know. And, and that leads to negative things. Think about what Russell Westbrook. So now it's like, we calling him names like, oh, Westbrook. And like, people are going to then co-opt those names. And like, now, now he has to, now he has, like, he has a son. It's like people come up to his son, like Westbrook. And it's like, yo, he's a little kid. Like, why does he have to deal with that? You know, and that's what Russ was saying. Like, yo, don't call me out my name like that. Like, I have a family. Like, they also have to deal with that too. It's not just him. It's like I like I could deal with that. That's cool. Like you want to say some whatever about me? Like yo, we could we could we could square up, whatever. But like, like I have a family. Like my son go to school every day, and like you don't need to hear like kids talking about Westbrook. Like 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 Westbrook isn't some Hall of Fame dude. And it's like you can't. And like look, and this is why the sports 
talk, debate, and that's where like the negative, the the kind, it's not really controversial, but that's where like the negativity of it comes from a lot of times with people where it's like, it's so toxic at times and it's created a toxic atmosphere, not just with sports, but because then when other platforms start using it, I think, you know, people don't get like, it's so like I don't like I don't think I don't think people understand the influence that a lot of these sports shows have. So like we were talking about around the horn early in Pardon the Interruption, but more so let's go like let's start with Pardon the Interruption. Pardon the Interruption was one of the first shows, I believe probably the first show that had like the little rundown like graphic on the side that's like, oh, you're gonna see what we're gonna talk about. And we're gonna give ourselves like a little timer. We're gonna have this amount of time. So it's like, oh, okay, this is so you know what the show is gonna be about. You know what's gonna be talked on the show. And now you're just waiting to hear what they talk about. Cause it's just it's sports talk on TV and it's almost like a little debate thing. So what we have on radio, now we have kind of on TV and it's showcased a little bit more. You got some little sets, you got some little gimmicks, whatever. And then right after that show, and then they had the two perfect people. They had Tony Kornheiser, Michael Wilbon from DC, respectively, like their jobs at the time, Washington Post, like what people mo- most know them for. And like they were great personalities. And then you follow that up with Around the Horn, which is led by uh you know, Max Kellerman first. And then they have four different, you know, news journalists. And that's where you see like, you know, Woody Page, you know, uh, you know, Bob Ryan, you know, Bill Plasky, you know, Kalashaw, you know, Jay Mariotti, like those guys. You know, Jackie McMullen did a lot of like you see like a lot of the sports writers, you know, and they're just talking sports. And it's like they're having all of the same debates that like regular people have. So like we have like around the horn now, we have, you know, pardon the interruption and what you start to see happening is now that becomes the game and not just with sports, but with TV, just, okay, how can we, end, how can we push content? And this is like right before like social media is really, really starting to take off because you have like MySpace, which took off, Facebook is taking off. But then when Twitter comes, that's when it's like, all right, Twitter and Instagram instantly, but definitely Twitter because Twitter is just like, it's so easy to interface and an app to just speak your mind and say what you want. And in the beginning, like you had people responding. Like I miss like when when Twitter was the Wild Wild West, and you even had like celebrities who you never would get access to. Like you would never get access to like LeBron James. And like, but you'd have like celebrities like Carmelo Anthony and like Rihanna who's gonna clap back at you. That's a different, this is a different era in terms of just overall media in general, mass communication. And it's just like with sports though, it became so different from like, so like I'm a millennial, you know, I grew up, I was born 87. So like for the most part, I grew up late eighties, early, like for pretty much for the nineties. So like, I remember all of the nineties coverage of, you know, like, NBA for me it was like NBA on NBC. 
you know, like stuff that I watch live, real time. Because of course you see tapes and old stuff, but like stuff that you like witness live. Like for me, it's NBA on NBC, and it's like you. The most you got was just from what you watch from the games. You really didn't get much afterwards. Like you go to ESPN, and ESPN they give you the highlights and all this other stuff, and they'll talk about the game, and it'll be in fun, enjoyable. They had great anchors too, but it wasn't like. All right, let's have a whole half hour, a whole hour, a whole two hours now show of we're just debating sports. Like we're not covering sports, we're just debating sports. And when that started to become the norm, now everyone's doing it. Now we're going to create networks to have people do it. So that's how you, it starts with like the ESPNs to now, okay. CBS is going to make their own sports network. NBC is going to make their own sports network. Fox is going to make their own sports network. And we're going to have our share with some of these shows. And a lot of people that were on ESPN on these shows. So, like, I remember, like, Sports Nation, which was a great show. I love Sports Nation, especially with, like, Michelle Beadle, Colin Cowherd. And, you know, everyone, you know, they expand past that. You know, Michelle Beadle, she went to NBC for a while, like, to, you know, to have a show of her own and it's just because that's where the medium was like she can go from place to place if she wanted to you know at the time because like the different like contracts in terms of sports like i think nbc at the time had the olympics when the olympics were still a thing really and you know somebody might have the world cup who has the world cup who has the super bowl you know who has college football bowl games you know who has the important stuff and because that's all on different networks, that just gave the opportunity for different networks to try to promote and push their own content, as well as local and regionally, like places like, so like I'm in New York. So of course, like MSG is going to have, you know, these type of shows just for like New York regional content. Same thing with sports like SNY, you know, so, and I'm sure other places they have like, where like same thing where like what we see at a national level where it's, you know, radio, but it's also television too. And it gets simulcast and stuff. So, like, the nature of just the whole game changes with around the horn and part of the interruption. Because then that creates a space for where Skip Bayless can introduce the, okay, we're going to do takes. Now, everything's a take. And everything is a debate. And then you have two great personalities you know, because Stephen A. Smith had, like, his little ride. Like, he had his own show, and you would see him from, you know, he would do things, you know, on ESPN for a while. He was on other, you know, networks and stuff. But when he linked up with Skip Bayless, that was, like, that was magic for ESPN. Because they had two guys who, who like, they respected each other, and they knew what the game was. They both knew what the game was. They both played in different ways, but they both played the same game. And they knew what it was. And they didn't compromise a whole lot. You know, they it wasn't too many like huge controversies in terms of, oh, why did this person say this to this person say that? Like, I mean there were, but not between like the two main guys where it's like, oh, we gotta let these guys go or we gotta fire these guys. Now nah, it was never that crazy. And it always drew interest. And they were always in Skip. I give Skip so much credit. He was always good. It became a while where it's just like, oh, yeah, he can, he's going to find something out of this little thing. And people are still going to watch because it's entertaining, whether it's with Stephen A. Smith for ESPN or whether it's FS1 with, you know, Shannon Sharp for the longest. 
And so it's going to be interesting to see, like, where they go in the future, both of them, especially Skip. I feel like Skip could work with anything, but it's just now it's it's when you think when you look at the the old way of media versus the new way of media, it's just it it I don't want to say like it's completely different, but you could tell it evolved with technology. It evolved with television. It evolved with social media where it's always been entertainment, but now it's like, yeah, it's entertainment, at least to me. And so it's like, I'm look, I'm a Knicks fan. I'm a Jets fan, Yankees fan, Rangers fan. I root for the Liberty. I love the Liberty. You know, but like, it's not that serious. <laughs> it's sports. It's entertainment. And it's like, I played basketball my whole life. I played baseball growing up. I played football growing up. I played a lot of sports. I played soccer. Like, I, I every once in a while, I catch up on, you know, see how Arsenal's doing, you know, English Premier League, you know. But, like, I'm not dying over, you know, I'm not dying over Arsenal takes. I'm not dying over Yankees takes, Knicks takes. Like, I don't, it's not that serious. But it is because at the end of the day, it's always going to be entertainment. You're watching people trying to entertain you. At the end of the day, that's what it's going to be. So to like, it's almost it's the game. It look Avon, my one of my favorite quotes from The Wire, Avon Barksdale. The game is the game because that's what it is. The game is the game. And when you see what the game is, and look, maybe, look, I studied journalism, I studied uh, multimedia, I studied films, I studied communications. Like, that was my major. So, for me, like, I already know, like, much of the history in terms of just, like, television and film and broadcasting and, like, just mass mediums. And then, you know, as, like, you grow along with social media, like, MySpace came out, like, MySpace and Facebook came out, like, my senior year of high school. You know, so like for me, it's only been around since I was an adult. Now you have, you know, adults who it was already there when they were born, you know, or like when they were like five years old, it's like, oh, it's Facebook, you know, they're going in high school and it's already Facebook and stuff and there's already Twitter and stuff and like it's already established versus like it being a novel thing. And, like, with just the growing atmosphere of television in general and entertainment, whether it's movies, games, sports, politics, like, look, it was going to always come down. It was always going to come to social media. And that's what you now you're trying to connect the two together. And that's what entertainment is, because. A lot of times these people connect with people on social media and that leads to the narratives that leads to the stories. That leads to the content. And that's where also the content is pushed because they know that's like, it's not the same cable TV where you just sit down and you're watching television at home. No, you're watching television on your phone. You're watching television on your, you know, your video game system. Like you can watch it on the DS, Switch, you know, PlayStation 4, you know, Grandos are consoles, but like, like the DS, you can connect online, Switch, you can connect online, you can watch stuff, you know? Like they had the PSPs and all the stuff. So now you're creating like content, you know, for portable devices. So now people can watch it anywhere. People can watch it all the time. Not just like 
But now, not just like at a particular place, they can watch it at different outlets on their portable device. So it's like, it's everywhere. You can't run from it. (laughs) And so, like, it becomes a huge thing where you think about, man, this is the culture now. And it's expanded so much now where you have like, like anyone could do it. Like, Cameron and Mace have a show called Liz What It Is, and I love it. And, like, maybe because I'm from New York, I grew up in Harlem, like, I'm from the Bronx, Fordham Road, what up? You know, it's like, so, like, I understand the lingo. Like, I understand the, you know, how they're talking. And it's just fun watching them do it because it's so real, and you can tell they're having fun doing it. Like, and that's what makes the show good. What makes all of these shows good are as if the, the the personality is genuine. Say whatever you want about like Stephen A. Smith. I don't agree with a lot of the stuff he does and says, but he, I, but I know at least he knows his entertainment, and he's always going to do whatever he can to entertain. And he's not a bad guy at all. He's a great guy. Like a lot of these guys are like like he he helps out a lot of these dudes, but like he's also. A, great personality he works extremely hard skip bills is a great personality and when you have these great personalities they're going to get showcased they're going to show out and that's what's happening with like with cam and mace on their show like it is what it is it's like yo like they're showing out because it's like they're entertainment they're entertaining and they know enough like they know enough where they could they can maintain the show they could do it every week and this is how like the whole podcast thing happened. Cause now because then people going to start talking about podcasts, it's like, look, I'm another person with a with a podcast. And we're just gonna talk and talk about the same old stuff, whatever, daily, weekly, bi weekly, whatever. But it's almost like just getting your opinion out there and getting your take. So I'm I'm with the people, I'm with everyone else in the zeitgeist, you know. It's all about just, you know finding your place, finding your niche. And I know, like, just speaking for me, like, I just want to talk about that. Like, you don't hear people talk about these things. And I always, my, some of my favorite podcasts are the ones where, like, you hear the stories that nobody talk about. So, like, you know, you want to hear, like, because there's a lot of sport. There's a lot of stories just in general. And you just, it's almost like, you know, books. I love reading books growing up. It was because you just, you want to read a story. You know, you want to see something different. You don't want to see the same old thing all the time. You don't want to hear the same old thing all the time. And with the sports debate shows, it's evolved into, since it's all entertainment, all right, what are we going to do to get these views? You know, what narratives can we create? Like, narratives wasn't, a, like, like narratives was, like, yeah, it's a thing, but it wasn't, like, a thing, a mainstream thing. Like, yo, what's the narrative? What's the take? Like, it's just insane when you hear, like, people, like, talking about, like, ratings. And I'm like, what are you talking? Like, you're not getting paid for this. <laughs> like, who cares about the, I don't care about any ratings for anything. I don't get paid to care about Nielsen ratings of the NBA finals like but that's where the sports talk debate show has gotten us it's gotten us where we're not even worried about sports we're worried about the narrative everything's about the narrative shout out to my boy Plano Nick narrative boys coming (laughs) but it's like it's it's everything's about the narrative and 
how much can a narrative get people to watch our television show so we can get more money and sponsors? Because at the end of the day, it's always going to be about money. And you see that with Shannon. Shannon is like, look, I don't have to work with Skip. Skip, cool. Skip going to be all right. Skip don't have to work with me. We both going to be all right. We created a, a place where we could both succeed without each other. It's all about the end of the day. It's like, do I really want to work? Like, I don't need to work with him anymore. Let me get paid because there's so much money in it now, especially for somebody as big a personality as he is. So much money. So, like, I could see, like, going forward, it's going to be real interesting to see, you know, where Shannon goes. But just, like, and we'll like what happens with Skip because, you know, you get, there's going to be more personalities, you know. And there's a lot of people I ain't even named, you know, like the Nick Wrights, you know, the a lot of those guys who've, who've, who've become, like, like, the last, you know, decade or so have emerged as, you know, great personalities, you know, and you see a lot of shows just try to be different, you know. But I feel like it's it's the great debate, you know. That's all. Everything is about debates, about takes, about narratives, and we're never going to get away from it. Not anytime soon, at least. <laughs> it's going to be a while because as long as there's sports and as long as there's content to watch, these narratives are going to get created because they know that people want to see a story. And that's what it's all about. And that's why it's all in the same because at the end of the day, everybody wants to see a story. But they also want the story to be real time, non fictional, you know? But they want to see how it gets played out. And so, since that's always going to be there, manipulate it however it can be manipulated. But it's not going away. <laughs> it's not going away. We're going to be watching different versions of it for the foreseeable future, you know? But it has this fun. As is fun moments, especially if you like sports, and that's fun moments. But it's definitely going to be interesting to see how going forward, just the the culture of it and how it continues to change, evolves. Maybe it might not. Maybe a shift might happen where people stray away from it. But just with all of the content creation and everyone trying to get their own take and trying to make it, it doesn't look like it's going to leave anytime soon. Only gonna get stronger. I'm a regular guy. <laughs> this is not a regular sports pod with the regular guy. To my my four listeners, I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. <laughs> we out. <laughs>